Good morning, friends. Grania Tyndall here, Numbers for Success, with another Numbers for Success podcast on all things soul. So, friends, we're coming to the end of October, and I just wanted to dedicate a podcast to the wonderful and ancient tradition of Samhain and also Halloween, as the young people now refer to it as. And firstly, just get gratitude for each and every one of you who continue to listen to these podcasts and also sharing them. And please feel free to share them. And I'm planning to do my November forecast for numerology over the coming days as well. But I always like to commemorate this very special festival and season that we all go through, certainly here in Ireland, Samhain. One of the, it's the beginning of the Celtic New Year, starting on the 31st of October uh, this year and every year. So, and at last, this bewitching hour, as I call it, has come upon us as we come towards All Hallows' Eve. And, you know, I feel on the night of the 31st, it, it is said that the veil between the other worlds and our worlds are very, very thin. And so to commemorate that is something that we must do. And being from Ireland myself and having grown up in it for, you know, at least 20 something years of my life. And then I took myself off gallivanting, but returned back then after a number of years traveling that I love and I've always loved the celebration and commemoration of Samhain. And, you know, it, it is such an ancient time because the year begins at Samhain and it's a threshold really between the light and the dark and it is a time when the veil is thinnest between us and our ancestors and and I guess that was then a tradition that was taken by the Christian church and used as All Souls Day on the 1st of November and there's a wonderful book called The Way of the Shavan an Irish shamanic path by a lady called Amantha Murphy. If you, I will send the links down below. And she is an, a, a storyteller who has worked with the ancient land and the ancient traditions all her life. She's a really lovely woman. I had the honour of meeting her. And her book is, I'm going to source information from her book, which I will reference below. And she talks about um, the ancient time of Samhain and the deity who presides over Samhain is the goddess Tlachta and she's a monster goddess and the daughter of Mog of the Wheel who was the greatest magician of the land that we've ever known and stories of this go right back to ancient times and it's said that they lived on Valencia Island in County Kerry which was gifted to Mog of the Wheel by the King of Munster as a reward for his assistance in defeating the King of Connacht. Now, isn't that interesting? So, long before the coming of the Celts, they built a magical wheel called the Wheel of the Sun. And in this wheel, they journeyed into the many worlds and many realities. And it is said that Mog of the Wheel could shapeshift into a salmon, a wolf, a boar, a hawk, and that Tlachta could shapeshift into a deer, a raven, a spider or a wolf. And that they would, you know, um, be there to create the magic that we now very much celebrate at this time of year. 
And so with this, from our first breath, we are moving towards Tlachta in the ancient traditions. And as a Tlachta, we all go eventually to when our time passes. And she whispers to us as we grow on in life and we can celebrate moving towards, I suppose, when our time comes to transcend. So Tlachta is definitely an important goddess for us to, be, to befriend in our lives in the ancient world. And traditionally, the year ended on the 30th of October and the new year began on the 1st of November. The day between the 31st was the day of no year. And it belonged to the ancestors. So on Samhain, which is Halloween now, people took out items such as um, a clay pipe, um, they would have a piece of person's jewellery, a handkerchief, a cap that had belonged to their ancestors. And that would have helped them to connect more with those who had passed. And what would happen would be people would gather, they would batten down the hatches because the winds and the rains were coming. They'd bring in the cattle even into their abode and, you know, and farm work would have slowed down. And in Samhain, people carried, you know, they recognised that the days were, you know, much shorter and the nights were much longer. So it was a time of gathering community to commune in unity. And at Samhain, they would have called on the ancestors for help, you know, definitely. And they would have sat together and they would have talked about the year that had gone past on this no day. Right, which was in between, and they were top of those who had died, those who had been born, and those who had made union, who had got married. And even though food would have been very short, more or less at the time, Kulkanan was a food of Samhain, and I remember as a child absolutely loving it. And Kulkanan was potato, cabbage, and onion, oh, mashed together with cream and butter. It was great for the old heart. And as a child, we absolutely loved it, my sister and I. And then my mother was a wonderful cook and she'd bake a barn brack, which was like a fruit cake. And it was very rich. I wasn't that fond of it, but I still ate it because there would be symbols of things in it. That there was a ring. We all wanted the ring. And my mother would wrap it up in um, like a special paper, greaseproof paper, and it'd be hidden within the cake. So we'd be mooching through the, 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 the raisins to try and find it. That meant you're going to get married. And then there would also um, be a cloth. So if you got the cloth, if you're chewing the cloth, it mean you're going to be poor. And, um, you know, there was other symbols as well, which were which were of significance, you know, to to us and we used to think it was great crack you know and of course the coin if you had you wouldn't do it now for health and safety but the coin was a symbol that you'd be rich so there was great excitement and I remember my mother would light a turf fire and turf oh I love turf the smell of it and it was you know that was definitely a symbol of the people of Samhain and of our ancestry um, it's always associated with my childhood and so for thousands and thousands of years the trees lived here the black oak and the apple trees, they lived here in harmony with our land, according to the work of Amantha Murphy. And she says that um, there was a quiet relationship with the land and the stone people until the two-legged people came. And so the trees too, very much are our ancestors. And nearly, you know, a third of the land of Ireland is turf, 
which holds the roots of these great black oaks that have been sucked down into the earth. Imagine. So in recent centuries, turf has been used as fuel to keep us warm. Well, it's been stopped now, unfortunately. And it's very rich in minerals. And the turf keeps the fire going all through the year and would help to smoke fish and meat for the winter and to cook food and to keep the people warm. I remember it so well. So, but turf is also, it's got this beautiful smell, but it's black, dark brown anyway. And it's a symbol of darkness and the colour of sound is black because of the long nights. So Samhain really is probably one of the most important times in Ireland because the people believed, and we still do believe, that our ancestors walk with us and they walk with us in our bones. And many of our ancestors have died in the Great Famine and they were never buried. So when we walk on the earth of Ireland, we walk on the bones of our ancestors. And that's really very true. So in the old tradition, when a person dies... A bee comes and takes the soul to Tiernan Og, the land of the forever young, and their spirit becomes part of the energy of the earth itself. So the air that we breathe, the flowers that we smell, the song of the birds, all carry the energy of our ancestors because they're around us all the time. I think that's very comforting and very beautiful, don't you think? And, you know, the tradition of Halloween made its way to the United States and Canada and all around the world because when people emigrated around the time of the famine, they brought the traditions with them. And one of them was to carve a turnip, which I'd say would be hard work to do and create a... It would be like to welcome in or to protect yourself from the the ghosts and the spirits um, in the dark night of the 31st, the day of no name of no time I should say and I guess the dressing up again ancient traditions that have been passed down through the generations but Halloween is to make hallow or to make holy was an evening to definitely to venerate the unseen world and to honour the souls of those who'd gone before us and those festivals continue through Europe like Oktoberfest in Germany is still goes on and I know it's more now a drinking session but it's still an occasion to come together and to enjoy the fruits of your labour the hard work you've done so in many ways this is a new year certainly here and giving gratitude for all the food that is plenty is what Oktoberfest is about and it was the wonderful George Bernard Shaw a wonderful storyteller also who who very much described um October, and he, he wrote these words. A day's work is a day's work, neither more, not less. And the man who does it needs a day's sustenance, a night's repose and a due leisure, and whether he be a painter or a ploughman. So this is about the la- fruits of our labours. And that's why I believe this season, this day, this moment is about letting be and letting go. And, you know, recognising and valuing all the work we've put in as a society, as a community, as a world. And letting go is a willingness to relate to the moment, which is very important. And there's a theologian called Matthew Fox, and he talks about four important 
um, how would we put it, uh, lessons that we can learn as human at this time. And that this time of year is the dark night is a learning place, a place of learning, of, you know, taking time to retreat. It's also the softening and the watering of the heart, which is true because we get, you know, reminiscent of those who have passed because as the short, short days and long nights. It's also the awakening of the imagination, creative impulses, which are important as well. So it's the gathering. It can be a gathering of people to talk and to, you know, reminisce. And it's also, you know, asking us what do we truly cherish? What sacrifices are we willing to undergo to obtain that which we long for? And all four of those lessons require us to let go and to let be. And especially at a time like this, when, you know, we enjoy the fruits of our labour, the hard work we put in, because in many ways, us Celts believe, as I say, this is the beginning. This is our new year. And I know in numerology, we talk about your new year beginning on your birthday, which is true. But this is such an important time for us here because the Druids would have celebrated this time or commemorated and they would have made magic. And so I feel it's an important day to always make sure to light a candle in memory of those who have passed. You might decide to do a tradition where you take maybe if you have any belongings or letters or photographs of your, those who have passed and light a candle and just commemorate those who have gone before you. And, you know, much power and much magic can take place and much healing as well when we do that. And magic and mystery is always associated with this time of year. And I do feel it is important that we pass on the ancient traditions to our children and grandchildren before for they will understand. Therefore, it's not just going out and getting lots of sweets. Um, there's a lot more to this time of year that we can celebrate and commemorate. And it is a time of sitting by the candlelight, you know, and maybe just once again going back to source, acknowledging your lineage and your gifts and talents and also everything you have procured to this point as we head into October, which I will speak about in a couple of days. So may I just wish each and every one of you Happy Samhain, Happy Halloween and remember, make room for mystery and awaken to the magic of this season. So it is.